yo, what's up? Welcome to another episode Beyond the Dumbbells, your snarky source for all things fitness, nutrition, wellness, and lifestyle from damaged libidos to bungholes at the gym in your life and your family. This is just a place to hide. You changed it. I did. I ad-libbed it. How you doing? I'm fine. How are you? I'm great. Good. Um, it's Friday, so we're recording this on Friday, which yes. is awesome. Uh, every day is kind of like a Monday, so every once in a while you can pretend it's not Monday just because everyone else thinks it's Friday, even though Saturday through Thursday is a Monday for me. I couldn't even begin to follow what you just said. <laughs> every day feels like Monday, except Friday. I think a lot of them do. Um, it's funny when people say things like that, and it's like, oh, you should do something you love. And it's like, no, it's not about not doing something you love. It's I, about sometimes one hour feels like 750. I do what I love, mm -hmm. and that still means I work 50, 60 hours a day. The only difference <laughs> is now, or a week, the only he difference is I, um, I'm not doing it for somebody else. Yeah. I would have still worked the same crappy hours. Exactly. I'd have just been doing it with something I hate. Yep. But uh, anyone that says, oh, do what you love and you'll never work a day in your life, that's a little bit out of context. That one, that expression is one of my, there are a lot of expressions I don't like. That's one of my least favorite because it implies that you just sit back and like bathe in your $100 bills and let, let your little <laughs> people do your work. And it's the exact opposite. Even doing something you love, you're going to encounter... <laughs> and there's the first beep on the show. That's good. We're off to a good start. <laughs> um, oh, okay. Gosh. So today, um, we obviously we're, we follow and are followed by a lot of people that are in business. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of the people we attract now um, to our social media circles, predominantly they're small business owners or they're coaches or mentors are, you know, it's Gary V or it's, um, Tony Robbins, it's everybody. And everyone's competing for this. Um, they're competing for your attention mm -hmm. and they're trying to be the most impactful, the most profound, the most relevant. And everyone's always putting out content. Mm -hmm. That's the name of the game is to put out content and to maintain relevance. And what I've seen in, in the gym space, I'm going to, I'll talk just to what I know there is that you've got a lot of people that lean on coaches. Mm -hmm. And as I've gotten older, um, every time I'm introduced to something new, I was like, oh, this is it. You know, this is this is where you're supposed to graduate to. You're supposed to get to this level. You're supposed to always have a coach. Mm -hmm. And uh, you're so, supposed to have someone making you better. That's true to an extent. Yeah. And kind of the topic today that um, that I wanted to chat about, we, we prefaced this a little bit before we fired off, um, at some point, you're supposed to master your life and be your own. I always looked at these uh, coaching programs as kind of like graduate level programs. Mm -hmm. And you're supposed to get to a point in life where you have your own graduate program. Right. And that's where your knowledge, your experience, um, your, your fears, the things that make you happy, the things that you've been successful in, the things that you've uh, failed at they create a very fine point. You be, it's like, a, like you're doing your doctorate and you know, you're doing your thesis. And the point of a thesis is what have you learned? You know, then now what is your position paper? What is it that you're going to bring to the world? You, know, you want to get your PhD, this is it. What's your, what's your opportunity? And people in life, especially the circles that we run in, we see people that keep dumping money into high-dollar experts. Right. Um, they just keep going expert to expert. Mm -hmm. And 
I know that for some of them, it's 30000 a year, $10,000 a visit, right. you know, a trip to Fiji uh, where you, you Ooh, sp- I wish. spend the time with Tony Robbins. There's people that went to uh, Amsterdam to see Tony Robbins, mm-hmm. Fiji to see Tony Robbins. Like, oh, I did date with Destiny. Right. Awesome. Okay. What did you learn? And a year later, they're spending another ten grand with somebody else. Right. And at first, you recognize they keep bullshitting themselves that they're in this big high-end expertise wing or their circle or um, they now have the tools Mm -hmm. to be successful at life. Mm -hmm. And they're not any different. Mm -hmm. Now, I'm not saying you don't pick things up. But at some point in life, you're supposed to be able to stand up on your own two feet and you become the guide for people that aren't at your level. You can't keep going from top level to top level to top level to top level looking for what made those people successful, thinking it's going to rub off on you and make you successful. I think the same thing can be applied for people with um, their education. So we have a, we know a lot of people who they finish their four-year degree and they're expecting to go out and be at the be at the top of a company or not understanding that you've got to work for it just like everybody did before you, or I should say most everybody. So it's instead of just I'm going to apply and I'm going to learn and I'm going to grow, it's like, oh, wait, that person's probably ahead because they went back and got their first master's and their second and their third. Mm-hmm. So it's a lot of it where it's like you don't, Maybe we don't feel confident in ourselves enough that we have the knowledge that we need to go out and do something amazing. You're, you're absolutely on point. So it's the same thing with these. Tony Robbins is amazing. People will go to, they will go to his event and then it's like, but wait a minute, he didn't discuss this thing. So now I'm going to go find somebody else where you don't need somebody's guidance in every area of your life just because they're considered an expert in it. Well, how about people that come back or come off those events? They, they're pumped up. They've got all this information. They've got all this knowledge. And by the time they um, a week or two passes by, they have completely lost the momentum, and they're not, uh, they're not executing anymore. And what they've done is that they've gotten to the position where I've done all this. I, uh, I've heard all this. I've, I've got the mojo. I've walked on fire. I'm ready to roll. Right. And six months later, um, they're left again without that external motivator to get them to do what they were designed to do. Yeah. Yep. And I think uh, with, I mean, in our experience, I think we've had, we've been lucky enough that anything that we've gone out and do, it's been very selective and we don't have a, a farm of money trees in our backyard. So we make very, it's decisions that we have to make that are like we're going to invest this money and therefore we're going to have to have some action from it but I feel I feel sad for people who it's like my friend just told me they went and they spent three thousand dollars and I haven't done I haven't taken action on any event I've ever done but this is going to be the one that changes everything and it's like go back to the first one you went read your notes from that hopefully Mm -hmm. you took them do something that you said you were going to do there. And then if you still feel like you need some advice, I, I like to seek friends and stuff over the guru type. I think that is where you're going to find more long-term growth. Mm-hmm. If you're paying for somebody's time and attention, you're not going to get the emotional investment that a friend or a confidant is going to give you. Right. So if you've got a, a tight circle of friends that is not just looking out for 
they can't be self-centered to where they don't want you to succeed any greater than they've succeeded. Right. And there's a lot of people like that. They'll give you some just enough motivation and, you know, um, encouragement, mm-hmm. but they're never really going to encourage you to take big, bold leaps and big and right. big risks and really see deep down into your soul, your potential. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you're surrounded by people that are always hustling, always right. getting after it, and you're able to collaborate and share and grow and develop your your graduate program mm-hmm. exposed to those people, it's much more organic and it's got a lot more value because it's come through relationships right. and it's come from trusted individuals. Now, you don't know what you don't know. And I think that's the number one reason most people seek out uh, advisors. You know, oh, yeah. uh, if you're a, you're a CEO of a company, you know, if you're millionaire, billionaire, and you don't know what to do with your money, you don't know how to Definitely. invest, you don't know where to go next, you don't know what you don't know. Of course. And um, college level education isn't going to do it. You're going to have to, you're going to have to roll and find another circle of friends mm-hmm. that's going to be emotionally invested in you to help you grow and become that next level. Mm-hmm. The problem is where most of us exist, most people exist, is limiting beliefs, self-doubt, um, blue collar worker mentality where it's going to be, I'm just going to grind for the man for the rest of my life Mm -hmm. and hope that I've got enough of my 401k that, um, I can somewhat survive until I'm 75. Oh shit. I live till 90. I'm in deep trouble because there's no way I saved enough Mm -hmm. not to live the lifestyle that I want to. So there was uh, somebody locally here that, um, I know was putting together a, they're, they're kind of like a motivational speaker. Okay. And, just to protect the identity, I'm not going to get into what they talk about or who their audience is, but it's kind of niche. Mm-hmm. And the idea that this person's an expert because they said they are. Right. <laughs> right. They're, they're, they've never been on a magazine. They've never been featured anywhere. This person runs in a very small, select subculture of people mm-hmm. um, providing guidance and input based on their own personal experiences. Mm-hmm. And she charges for it. Mm-hmm. What is it that you've mastered in life that you have enough significant value Let's say your number one thing is how to live with an A-type personality asshole, right? So you probably have value for people that run like a top. How do you as an individual stay married to somebody like that? Is that an actual yes, are you saying for me? Yes, of course I am. Well, I do always tell people they have no idea. <laughs> do you think you have something to offer on how to, how to live with somebody like me? Absolutely. There you go. Yeah, but I think in the, the <laughs> expert thing too, it's got to be... Um, you not only you have the experience, but you've been able to kind of master it without the help of other people. So somebody could I've it's not like I've ever gone to therapy and said, Oh my God, you know, I am married to the biggest A type personality on the entire planet. Help me out. Mm-hmm. It's that I care enough about you that I'm willing to learn kind of I'm willing to learn everything about you. What, when you have a bad reaction to something, why? When you're overly excited about something and have an amazing attitude, what triggered that? Yep. So it's it's not me seeking out other people who, or even your own family who you grew up with. Mm-hmm. It's like, take the time to get to understand it and then offer. You learn the ropes. Absolutely. And that's why you are intimately involved in the details on how to help somebody else in your same situation. Right. But if you went out and sought a... Well, like a book. I don't want to say a book or Mm -hmm. not not a marriage counselor. Let's just say a relationship expert. Right. They don't know what you've dealt with. Right. They don't know me, Mm -hmm. but they provide this general guidance. And that script, some people are going to go, I got it. Yeah. I got exactly what it's going to take for me to create a great relationship so that I understand my A-type person in my life. Right. And business is the same way because people 
they lean too heavily on somebody else's conditions. Yes. And my number one numero uno pet peeve right now is in the last six months. So we we started out with a um, a gym coach. Mm-hmm. Um, we had somebody that we were paying a pretty hefty monthly tab right. that was supposed to be my advisor. Mm-hmm. And it was somebody that was going to keep me from stepping on landmines. And it was somebody that was going to help me master my world. Right. This person doesn't own gyms anymore. Right. The last time he owned a gym was about a decade before I interacted with him, but the dude was still carrying relevant information on how to market, position, and sell. Definitely. We got to the bottom of that dude's well fast, Mm -hmm. and I think we talked about it a while ago. Um, Then the next one came along Mm -hmm. and filled the gaps where the first one left. Correct. That person. We started doing work and business with this person and brought a lot of value, a lot of subject matter expertise, and it was like, hell yeah. But then once you start trudging along, our experience level, our growth Mm -hmm. took us on a path that diverged from that. You can't stay in that same, I need you all the time vein or you won't grow. And if you are relying on somebody to constantly tell you what you need and where to go, Mm -hmm. you won't grow. Mm -hmm. It's training wheels forever. So since that time in the gym business, there has spawned no less than a hundred fitness gym running experts that hits my timeline every day. Right. And the funny thing is six months ago, they were all just gym owners like us. Exactly. And now they're positioned themselves to where now they know the golden way. Mm-hmm. I don't know how many gym owners are out there, but it looks like a thriving business to be a gym owner coach, you know? So, I mean, there's, there's Tony Robbins doesn't have anything on the amount of uh, traffic I see from these guys. Right. And it, some of those same people, they're the ones flying all over hell and back. They're right. going all over God's creation. And there was a post that was up where it was a picture of this person with five other high dollar mentors. Mm-hmm. High dollar. I mean, guaranteed there's been 50K spent in some of these places. Mm-hmm. And they're still just doing the same thing. But they talked about uh, how grateful they were to have been exposed to so much people and how more empowered they are. Mm-hmm. Shouldn't that person by now be leading somebody instead of looking for the next mentor? Yes. What does the average everyday person look like? Because one, we've already talked about how people don't prioritize where money goes and what they get out of it. People's priorities, where some people get, um, they'll become accustomed to $200 bar tab. That makes sense. That's my value. Paying somebody $200 to show me how to grow a more robust life, never in a million years. They're not going to do it. Um, because it's difficult to quantify. Mm-hmm. And business, it affects my bottom line. Spiritually, professionally, personally, there's no way to quantify the tangibles. There are no tangibles in that in that way. So people, they lean on shit like college. They're in it, they, uh, and I got sucked into this before I left corporate. Um, I did a hefty chunk of my, my graduate program before I'm like, I'm not learning anything in here. Right. But my people tell me I'm not worthy unless I have this box checked. So I'm going to put my faith that I will be respected and given opportunities and looked at like a professional if I finish this thing, if I get this next level of accolade, if I get this other thing under my belt, like a mentor, come into my program and I'll show you how to do seven figures. The schools come into my program, spend a hundred thousand dollars and you'll be able to get that job you've been waiting for. I think what a lot of people struggle with and I'm sure we've done it too. I think we've gotten more intelligent with it because we've been exposed to so many different um, leaders and owners and gurus and everything else that it's like, number one, if somebody is, is trying to get you into their circle and they charge for it, they want your money. 
So it's the first thing to recognize that there is a very good chance that what they're playing on is your insecurity of you not thinking you know how to do it. 100%. So it's like, hey, and and they'll, they will get you a lot of them with, my usual rate is 10 grand, but for you, I'm going to do five. Guess what? Their normal rate is five. They're just trying to make you feel like you're special. Yeah. And the other thing is, outside of the intent of that person, if if they are in it for the money, they are going to try to sell you on the sun, moon, and stars. This is where they're going to get you. But you need to understand where they've come from. Look at how much, how they've invested in other people. And is what they're offering something that they gathered from a bunch of people or did they get it from a friend? The other thing is that I think a lot of people um, don't recognize is the people in your life who genuinely love you and they genuinely want your success, they're the people to always consult first because they have, you know, for us owning a gym, you're going to go and you're going to talk to your people who have been around for a long time and who are going to say, I love you guys and I want you to succeed. Here's where I could see a positive change mm-hmm. or you're doing this and this is, this is so badass. You don't need to come in and hire somebody to tell you you should add a window right there. I'm telling you, I started hearing some chatter about it. So don't don't put too much faith and stuff in the people that have a monetary gain for it and focus a lot on the people that just, they're either in your industry and they love it so incredibly much that they want you to succeed too or it's a friend or family member or, or even somebody who's just a business associate or a client that's like, I, I love you. I want your success. Can, are you open to some feedback or ideas? You know, for us, it could be, I traveled to a, a gym in California and this is what they did. It was the most amazing experience. Just wanted to share it with you guys. The world's just not built that way. No. And I don't, if you're in the, in the position of need, you're willing to believe anything that somebody's going to tell you if, oh, it, yeah. if it's going to affect your bottom well, line. Well, especially if you're struggling too. Yeah. And we've seen in business where people that are on their last leg financially, they're at their last dollar. Oh, that's heartbreaking. Um, and it gets, it's difficult mm-hmm. because um, you want to put trust and faith in that person, but you nailed it. They do have, there's a monetary gain. Always. And as soon as the money runs out, so does their in, initi- initiative to support you. Right. So is that really what a mentor and a coach is? Mm-hmm. If you got a, if you have a hired gun, mm-hmm. you have a hired gun. You pay to consult. You're better off saying, I have a consultant exactly. that I pay versus uh, the more socially appealing title mm-hmm. of my mentor. Yeah. It's not your mentor, dude. You're paying that fool. Exactly. And a mentor is free. Yes. You know, um, a consultant, a business consultant, yes. you pay for. Yep. And it's when the tap runs dry and you can't pay, that tit goes dry. And well, you just, you're, you're out. They're not calling you on your cell phone number. No. And you're, you don't even have theirs. No. That's just That's like, right. hey, you know what? I'm struggling really bad. Oh, well, let's, oh. let me send you my calendar link. And uh, I think I have something in the next 10 days. Exactly. It's not a coach and that's not a mentor. No. I think it really does boil down to, and I've already said it, that it there is just to go out on a limb and do something you've never done. You know, for us, it was to start a business. You, you have no idea what you're doing. Mm-hmm. 
And I think it's, I think it's easier to just say, I'm going to invest 10 grand here and five grand here, and I'm going to hire all these people and they're going to show me. So I miss all of the failures and I don't do anything wrong. But the thing is, they are all, a lot of these people that are paid, some of them are basing their guidance off of other clients, maybe not personal experiences. At some point, the knowledge is going to run dry. Exactly. And they start leaning on other people's expertise and passing it as their own. Exactly. You're damn right. But it's, no matter what business you're in, you could have an, a bang an unbelievable six months, and then your next six months, you're not sure how you're going to put food on the table. And rather than mm-hmm. go and say, well, now my, my coach or whoever, they've let me down, it's their fault, I'm on to the next one. It's like, look at everything you did in that amount of time, and can you not duplicate it because market's changed, or can you not duplicate it because you kind of just pushed it under the rug like, well, this is always going to make me money, so I'm not going to work in that area. Sure. Like, be honest with yourself. Have you ever, um, somebody's given you directions to go somewhere or you just followed somebody to a destination but you never paid attention to how you got there? Um, That's my entire life. (laughs) I still would not (laughs) know know how to... I know it is. Drive to the top of the Alleghenies. That's right. So when you end up in a situation where all you're doing is following somebody, yeah. you get to the end point and you realize that the uh, the input and the uh, the gold you were getting, yes. you're like, I didn't, you didn't craft it into your design. Yeah. So your graduate program, you know better for hanging out with that person because along the way you didn't learn. Yeah. You took the info, but it was as like walking up with your own soup bowl, grabbing mm-hmm. a freaking... Uh, a ladle full of soup from the the soup line. And when the soup's gone, you're like, I have no idea how to make that. Yeah. I had no idea how to make it. The, I don't even know where the line is anymore. Yeah. Um, and that dude, he doesn't have anything. He doesn't know how to make soup anymore either because people are tired of his soup. So he goes out and he starts buying canned soup. Exactly. And he's passing off canned soup as his soup. And you're in line again <laughs> and you're looking it. for more. And you're like, dude, this is, this is different. Well, yeah, this is better. Mm-hmm. Why is this better? Because I said it is. Right. <laughs> well, I'm paying you a lot of money. I guess it's true. Mm-hmm. It is true. I got your back, bro. Okay. All right. And then after a while, if you don't take the time to learn and grow from these experiences, if you're just taking it in like it's a like you're a sieve. Yep. You know, it's in and out. You're stuck and you're not any better. And you fall back down, I think, a level or two. I think greatness, uh, people are too afraid to go at it on their own. Yeah. It's funny that you said uh, this sort of ties, but... Not really, um, but it popped in my head. Um, When I switched um, cell phone carriers extremely briefly, and I had dropped you off to um, at a a DCA. So Mm. I dropped you off at uh, Ronald Reagan, and I called you in a panic, and I said to you, um, (laughs) I think I dropped you off like 30 seconds ago, and I said, I don't know what to do. Maps isn't working. And we figured out that that carrier, it was something where I... I couldn't have maps my phone. I had never driven from DCA by myself. It was always you. So like you said, I never paid attention. So rather than completely freaking out, sitting there or pulling over and saying to somebody, by any chance, uh, are you headed to 66? Because I'm going to follow you on there. I read street signs for the first time in my life, leaving DCA airport. And guess what? I made it home. That's life is street signs. Yes. That's brilliant. So I, my first initial thing was to completely doubt my ability. So I call you and I'm like, help. And you're like, well, honey, um, 
<laughs> I'm about to hit the security line and I, I can't get in the car and drive you home. Your phone absolutely is not going to work. Nobody carries a map in their car. Not that I could have read that at the time either. But it was like, you just said something like, you know what? I have faith in you that you're going to figure it out. <laughs> so I, I would say to somebody, Which is brilliant than, because that's not something a lot of coaches will tell you. That's exactly what my point was. Yeah. Where instead of doing exactly what I said, pulling over, finding somebody, asking somebody to draw me a map, I'm like, grow up, put your big girl panties on. You are behind the wheel in this car. You have been driving a very long time. You know what road you need to find. Read the signs till you find it. And I was home in, you know, 30 minutes or whatever. And the coolest part was I was so proud of myself that the next time that I went out into somewhere new, I'm like, you know what? Let me try the navigation again. Let me not lean on maps because I went back to the old carrier. <laughs> um, but it's if people had the belief if it was like, uh, there's a chance I could have gotten lost in D.C. It's very easy to do. Yep. There's a chance that I could still be driving around there and it would take me an hour longer to get home. But believe in yourself. There isn't, there isn't always going to be somebody there to bail you out. Mm -hmm. And there isn't always a need to spend the money for somebody to do it. You, uh, you developed... You learned something new. Yes. You developed a little bit of grit. Yes. You faced an, an uncomfortable moment. I did cry. What? <laughs> doesn't surprise me. Um, you faced an uncomfortable moment. You came out on top and you have a life experience. Yes. But nowadays, um, I don't think that's a character. That's, that's the number one characteristic between um, the, the small business owner, the entrepreneur spirit, mm -hmm. and someone that's just, they're not willing to go at any risk for anything because they just don't believe in the ability of what they've learned over time yeah. and how they can apply that to better and enrich other people. Imagine if everyone was able to take their skill or their specialty and pass it forward. That'd be awesome. It would be incredible. Instead, yeah. people hold on to it. Um, and the people that do have a ton, they don't share it. No, and I think too, we are so, our world is so crazy where you feel like if you're, for some of us, if you're not paying a coach somebody else's coach or somebody else is paying it's like well what's wrong with me and we're afraid to just say to the person we're working out with or hey I'm struggling in this area but I know this is an area you're good in. can you help me yep like yep. it's almost like if somebody that you would consider um an equal to you or you know maybe a little bit behind in something and a little bit more advanced in something we don't feel like we can just say to that person you seem like you've got it together. What's your secret? It's like, so, no, I'm not going to, what is it? Like let your guard down a little bit or to be vulnerable. Exactly. And, and to, uh, to say to somebody that you see that's succeeding in an area that you wanted to do it. The, um, going back to the chick that was doing her, her own thing and she's now doing seminars to mm -hmm. a, a select group of people. Um, I think that, there was, it was a, it was another company. It was a marketing company um, that was always talking about find your skill and you can profit from it. Right. And the idea, the motivation was, yo, you spent your lifetime being good at something. Mm -hmm. Go find a way to monetize it. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, but as you get higher and higher in, in your levels, it's going to be harder to find those people that are in your position. Right. And that's where a lot of those, like uh, I'll use Tony Robbins again. The dude's never owned a gym. Right. So to go to somebody like him and say, I need inspiration on how to run my business. Mm -hmm. 
Um, Gosh, he's so far beyond. <laughs> it's it's just not it's it doesn't add up. And I also don't want someone that's just running like uh, a twenty client personal training gig. Right. You know, there's there's to match somebody at our level with our time and grade with that's have that has our obstacles, mm-hmm. and isn't using a cookie cutter model. Yeah. I know more than that person does. Yeah. In that regard, in that space, I know more about my business than that person's ever going to know. Mm-hmm. I'm not paying them to know anymore. They've, exactly. they've never asked me for more information. They're just like, cookie cutter, yo. Follow this five-step plan. doesn't matter where you are, who you are, who your client is, mm-hmm. your income level bracket, who comes to your gym, what your avatar looks like. None of that shit matters. Yeah. Take my guidance and it will be gold. Yes. It doesn't work that way. No. Not, not instance to instance to instance. It's just not the same. No. It's funny, like Tony Robbins, and that's some. I will be forever grateful to him because you went to an event that changed the course of our lives completely. But that was an event that came at a perfect time when it was needed. When it was like you're, you know, close to 40 and it's like, hold on. This is what I'm doing with my life is not impactful. It doesn't have meaning. But you didn't do 10 other sessions with 10 other people to get there, it was like, hold on, I need to go, I need to go to the big gun and I need to make a big change in my life for the better. And then it was that event that sparked things, but then you didn't go, we didn't go on and go to other events of his. Mm -hmm. Then you brought me to the same one knowing I would get something out of it, you know? So it's, that was the catalyst that we needed at that time. Absolutely. But if we would have kept staying with him. No, it wouldn't have. It, you know, buy his books, buy his DVDs, go to his locations, yeah. go to his other events. At some point, you've got to hand off to the next one and you've got to keep advancing. Yep. Um, everyone is supposed to be a catalyst to take you to a next level. Mm-hmm. But if you keep going to someone and they keep you at the same level, right. then you're not advancing because you think, well, if I get... We already talked about this. If I get one more bit of information, if I get one more certification, right. if I get one more degree, then I'll be justified. Mm-hmm. Then people will believe in me. Then I'll believe in myself. Yep. And I did that with the certifications. When I first started, I was like, who's going to listen to me? Yep. It doesn't matter how passionate I am, how much knowledge I have. If I don't have shit hanging on the wall, no one's going to believe I'm actually real. Right. I'm not bona fide. Mm-hmm. So I had two dozen freaking you know things hanging on my glory wall. Right. And at the end of the day, people were still either resistant to what I was saying or they were all for it right. or they believed in what I said or they didn't. Right. Or, you know, uh, I attracted a certain type of client that I didn't want and I didn't attract the client that I was shooting for. Exactly. It didn't matter. No, of course it didn't. And I, the funny thing is with all those people, they're going to confuse your image that you're projecting out. Right. Well, who are you? Are you Tony Robbins? Are you Gary V? Are you, who are you trying to emulate? Right. We talked about it on a show or two ago, uh, being the same as lame. Yeah. Don't tr- you, you won't reach success following somebody else's path to success. No. And you can't use, you can't adopt, we'll use the gym. You can't adopt our gym model if it's not something you believe in because it's going to come across as fake. You and I are not the people that are going to stand up and we are not, we do not ever sit around and we're like, it's cloudy out, but at least the grass looks greener. Like that's just not us. So for us to try to be those people it isn't us we're very genuine you way more than me you're like ew it's freaking ugly and i'm like it is ugly <laughs> we don't harp on it but fake positivity exactly but the other thing is and i'll go back to it too if you go to somebody and you implement some positive changes and you learn and you grow from them that's one thing but 
to keep bouncing from one person to the other thinking something they're going to say is going to bring you that instant gratification and instant success you're dreaming. So you've got to make each person that you pay or each person that you bring into your life to seek the guidance of, Mm. you need to put things into play and see if they work. It's stupid to spend 50 grand and not have made one change. It's, it's interesting. Um, something you just said when you, it popped in my head that I'm not your guru Mm -hmm. and we see it in fitness where I've, I've been met with more resistance trying to teach people the path to get to their graduate level. Yep. But at that point, and we're always pretty open, you've got to learn what works for you. You've got to find the things that you like. Yes. And you implement this framework, and then you take a step forward. Yep. Most people, they, they need the guru in their life to keep them moving forward. Right. But at some point, we're not going to be there. Mm-hmm. And the people that we have used as consultants and high business consultants, mm-hmm. they're not going to be there. Right. What happens then? Mm-hmm. Is your life over? Do you go back to zero? Um, the people that are the most successful in our gym are the ones that took a framework, made it their own yes. and then made it better. Yes. I've got people in our, we've, we have clients that in, you know, the last six, seven years they've been with us, they have exceeded my expectations of where they were going to go. They don't follow our blueprint a hundred percent. They've got their own and they're rocking it. Yes. They use the framework yes. and then they excel and they move forward. Exactly. The only time those people lean into us is when there's some other type of hardship or some kind of issue that yes. is, is disruptive, but they don't come up and like, I don't know what to do. No, or taking it to a level that they may be physically or even mentally haven't been there before. You know, it's those, I am, Wow. I feel amazing, but I'm still struggling in this one area, and I've I've tried to figure it out. But what have you done? That's that is perfect because imagine now a coach or a consultant that tells you to rewrite your blueprint. Right. Every so oh you did pretty good. Let's change it. Yeah. We're going to completely shift this around. Exactly. It doesn't feel like me. Do it. Yes. And after a while, you're living a disgenuine life. Yep. You're not true to yourself. And you you haven't advanced. You couldn't find yourself out of the city if you tried to. Exactly. So, I think the idea of um, hone in on what you're great at. Yep. Um, recognize when you've had enough of the training wheels, mm-hmm. and when it's time to take them off. Mm-hmm. It's going to be bumpy. Yeah. You know, um, <laughs> us doing the the podcast. Uh, it started out completely different than where it is now. Right. Because in the, in the beginning, I we read a bunch of books. We followed a bunch of people. We listened to some podcasts. We're like, okay, we're going to match these guys. We're going right. to do what they do. We're going to do what they do. A lot of when podcasts start to get weak, two people can't carry on a conversation in the, in the, in the, the show anymore. Right. And they end up interviewing everyone and their brother. Mm-hmm. Okay. Or you're constantly doing guest appearances or you're doing on-location things or you, you just you advance to a point where your model has had to change because it didn't – it started out okay, but yep. then as it progressed, you're like – this isn't working anymore. Exactly. It evolves. Yes. Ours started out trying to be one thing and has turned into something that's I'm much happier with the way that it is now than where it was. Yeah. But we advanced and we grew. I exactly. used I had the people and influences in the beginning that got us started. And then it's like I got it from here. Mm-hmm. If only things in life were so easily defined when you can draw the line in the sand. Yes. And say, I got it from here. Mm-hmm. You know, until we hit that next wall where it's multiple locations or it's franchising, it's like all right, I clearly don't have this. I need I need to move exactly. forward. Exactly. But when we're playing in the sludge, we're stuck down here at the bottom and we keep thinking that we need something else just to stir the sludge while we're in it. I know. That doesn't get it done. And a lot of people are stuck down there. They're like, oh, I'm down here because my coach says this is exactly. where I need to be. 
Well, it's like spinning the wheels when something isn't working and not and not just taking that step forward. And I we've been joking a lot about we've been making a ton of changes in our business right now yep. that some of them are giving me a little bit of heartburn. Um, and they're giving me because I don't like change at all in certain areas. It's funny. I embrace it. But then when we talk it through, the heartburn is going away because I'm like, whoa, people think they knew what we were, that we were good. They have no uh-huh. idea what's to come. So it's like sometimes too, also, you might think you're killing it and somebody comes and drops a little bomb that makes you start thinking and you realize I've killed it, but whoa, yeah. I haven't even scratched the surface of how much I'm going to kill it. Nope. Uh, and that's another thing. You get too comfortable in your own space. You get too comfortable in your circles and you forget to look out. Yes. And as we have always said, if you love exactly the situation that you're in and you don't want to change and grow in whatever your industry is, keep on with the path. But if there's that thing in the back of your mind that's like you might want more, you don't you don't need to spend $50,000 to get there. You just need to declare it and say, I want more. And then start adding into your life people that are going to help you. Your actions have direction. to show it. Yes. We and talk, don't talk about it for years. We've just talked about that for, uh, on another show as well, the, the, the whole dabbling thing. And I'm going to go, since you and I are opposite in everything in life, I'm going to go a everything. little bit opposite. That Exactly. We believe in God. The end. <laughs> it's the end of our, the, that's, what, that's our similarities. But um, it, I don't believe in being the same. Right. It drives me crazy. Um, life is either forward or backward. There mm-hmm. is no homeostasis in life. We are never meant to be in one spot and stay there. Yep. The problem is people that get to a little bit of utopia and they're like, this is it. Don't move. Mm-hmm. Don't move. Nobody, don't budge me. Don't look at me. That's when your business goes under or right. someone gets cancer or you lose your job or your car breaks down or your house gets caught on fire. There, there, there's nothing in life. How do I, how do I, I'm trying to paraphrase this. Mm-hmm. If there's a draft, there's a war and there's a draft. Yeah. You can just sit around and wait for the, the letter to come in the mail or you freaking sign up first and you create your path. Exactly. I've always never understood why somebody just didn't go ahead and join in those situations and get into something that would, you so know. So your personality. Right. So go. <laughs> but if, if you're in life and you're looking left and right and you're like, I have been the same for a decade, for two decades. There's nothing yes. about me that is moving forward whatsoever. I'm just marinating and existing. And you're unhappy. That drives me mm-hmm. cra- That's not me. No. Um, that's why I pursued everybody and everything. Yes. Everything fitness related except I spent more time in fitness and nutrition and, and supplements learning mm-hmm. than I did business. Yep. And business came much later in our business life, which is, mm-hmm. which is funny because the, the, <laughs> the route I took at first, I was more passionate about what we did. Yes. Being being in the weeds and the business side. I love being a small business owner. I didn't get into fitness to do business. Well, you don't love to like do a profit and loss statement. I don't like spreadsheets. Okay. <laughs> and some, some, some of the people that run businesses, they're happier in a spreadsheet than they are in front of a client. Exactly. That's not me. Uh, that's never been me. Mm-hmm. And that's where the only strife in my life has come. It's like, I'm not growing. Yeah. I'm just surviving in a different path and this why it's not going to last that way exactly i will change i will change things up i know i wish i think that the belief in our ability is shaken so much that if i could give anybody some advice especially us now being in business nine years it's like you've always said this to me you are much smarter than you think you are Mm -hmm. and 
if you've got the people in your life who are going to build you and uplift you and know that you can let your guard down around them and you can admit failures, if you're not afraid to fail, you're going to succeed, which is the craziest thing to think of. There is no failure. Right. Yes. Like it's like, it's, I'm a, a true believer in, I would rather have tried and failed miserably than to always in the back of your mind wonder, but you don't have enough belief in yourself or you don't feel like you've paid enough money for the expertise to That's go right. and do it on your own. That's right. I mean, we started our business by draining your <laughs> My retirement by draining your retirement and going all in and if we would have lasted 6 months I would have never had any regrets that you did it there ever the, the, like, well the, the personality type there's one out there that's always lets that anticipation the build up of I'm going to do it yes. and then never pull the trigger yes and then they keep hiring people to try to coach them to do it that's right they don't need to you don't need to and then it's okay to fail. Then you've got this other, this other crazy thing that I've never met anyone afraid to succeed. That's me. You know it is. I don't even know like what it, that's like. It's this weird thing where you feel like perhaps that I know a lot of people in my life who have been very successful. And it just goes and it's like, but their their upbringing was so different than mine. Or they have had... You know, it's the rags to riches story. Mm -hmm. They started off with absolutely nothing. I had a comfortable life growing up. Mm -hmm. We were not rich by any means, but my whatever we struggled with, my parents kept from us very, very well. Our house always had heat. You know, it's those kind of things. So sometimes for me, I'm like, maybe I haven't struggled enough. So for me to get success, why is that fair? When I know... Wow, you think like that? Absolutely. That's my mind. But like, you know, Jane Doe down the street, oh my gosh, the country that she was born in. And, you know, she lost her parents at a young age. And it's like, no, she should get it. So maybe I should hold myself back and give them the fame. Holy shit. Now, being married to you has changed that completely. Wow. But I can see why people, it's a, maybe I don't deserve this success. And it's like, I always look at things like... Maybe the person who feels that way is the person that could have found a cure for a hideous disease. Yeah, you the, know they that said that the uh, what's the graveyard uh, analogy? It says there's more there's yes. more ideas and oh, shit. I know, in the but like it's like a graveyard's full of the best ideas exactly that, ever, that never were. Yes, but a lot of it is because I am married to a personality like you that is very on fire. It's like you work for it and you see what happens and. Nobody deserves something more than the next person. It's that you just apply yourself and see what happens. And the other thing is, if God wants you to do something, you can fight it. But ultimately, you're going to do it anyway. So why not <laughs> Why not start sooner? Because he already knows you're going to do it. Yeah. It's why you're here. I'm, the, it's why you're here. God's you know like, oh my gosh, if you just would stop fighting me on this, we could just get this show on the road already. Let's just go, bro. It's not going to end well for you, but let's just get this bug out of your head. Exactly. How And it's something I never... I'd never looked at it, but how many businesses did I actually start up and it didn't work out? I mean, there was half a dozen. Well, how many websites do you own? <laughs> a you lot. Know, is it own? 
Yeah. Oh, so, yeah. Uh, I guess no one ever really owns them. I'm you lease a website. Exactly. You always got to pay for it. Don't, I was hoping you weren't really going to say it. Yeah. Because then I'll fall out of the chair. No. I just ignore it. Too many. Um, but the idea that I'm capable of more, I'm capable of more, I'm yeah. willing to do more. But once you start establishing um, the idea that life is a race and there's mm-hmm. people that are going to walk it, there's people that are going to just run until they puke and die. Right. You know, that's I, you. I will run until I puke and die. Um, and it, the only regret that I have is that I waited until I was 39 before I started doing it. Right. Because I was following some other path. Yeah. I was following what my school told me to do. Yeah. My undergraduate said, this is how you be successful. You go get a job. You work up the ladder. Exactly. You do all this bullshit. No, and, and you it, make all this money and money is just going to, that'll solve the world's problems. And Nope. Nah. I, I dumped my heart and soul into corporate America and I had my, my, um, my second up tell me that I was the wrong color for any other types of promotion and advancement. Right. I was floored. And I was really, I was like, I just wasted 20 years of my life. Mm-hmm. I hit my wall at 37, 38 years old and realized that I wasn't living my path yep. and the things that I was passionate about and the things that I wanted to do. If that door wouldn't have been shut, I'd still be there. No, Maybe I know that, that you would be. That's probably the big obstacle that people have in life. As long as you have a comfortable avenue, why would you leave one comfort for another? Yeah. You know, why would you leave comfort at 35 to 40 to go back to rock bottom at 22 years old? Right. That's, that's what you have to be willing to do. And that's where, you know, the burn your ships analogy, there is no going back. Right. So this whole thing, we kind of blended these two topics in, but with uh, creating your graduate program, I think that most people, um, most people that have spent any time reading self-improvement, following podcasts, getting inspired, listening to others, following others, anyone that has spent any amount of time and gleaned enough to grow, you can't keep going back to that same pool for inspiration and education. You've got to get out and it's got to be someone, uh, it's like swinging on a rope. You got to have the next rope to reach to. And just because one is a comfortable spot to be in, Mm -hmm. I like everything they're saying. I'm going to stay here forever. Exactly. You're never going to grow. And you might hit that point where you're like training wheels off. Yep. I'm ready to be my own. Yes. And that's where um, uh, this, uh, word that's been coming up lately in our circles is self-made. Yes. You're there. You've yeah. got what you need. You are an expert in what you do. Yeah. You know your life and your capability better than anybody else will. Mm-hmm. So stop BSing around. Yes. And don't always stay within, I would say, your business area. So if you're a gym person, don't always seek the guidance of gym buddies and gym owners. Like step outside because somebody that's broaden your circles selling houses is probably going to have a pretty cool idea for you. Yep. And don't feel like be a little vulnerable sometimes, and it's okay to sit down and talk about a problem that you have. You know, build your build your business circle around with people that you can trust, and don't be afraid to share your growth struggles or your lack of growth struggles, and don't always feel like it's got to be this big thing where you can talk about all the money you had to spend Mm -hmm. hiring coaches instead just be real and find somebody a little bit more successful than you i i love it when we hear of we've got two people we know that are both realtors and one sought the other one out to just meet with and it's like they actually work for competitors but they put their ego aside But they can put their ego aside and say wow you know what you are more successful than me right now. My goal is to match your success and then hopefully I want to beat you. You know, I want to go after it or... The same as that person 
that's given the advice should be looking forward. Exactly. Yep. So don't be afraid to don't be afraid to get a little vulnerable with people before you go in paying the the big guns. And just because your buddy paid somebody ten thousand dollars and it worked for them doesn't mean it's going to work for you. Same as lame. Same as lame. Yeah. If you want to be exceptional in life, you got to be different. Exactly. And what is different about everybody, everything and everybody else is that you are different. Yes. Yeah. And if you can tap into what is great about you, you got it made. Yes. Be the person people want to follow. Don't go out there and keep being a lemming. Exactly. F that. Don't be a lemming. Exactly. Don't be a, a lemming. I do want to go back on one thing Shoot. really quick. Yeah. Um, we are the same with our faith and religion, and we are the same with our politics. Other than that, we're completely different. <laughs> <laughs> so we have two things in common. Which is funny because <laughs> being that in common... There's very little conflict in those in those areas, and those are the areas that blow up families. Exactly. And ours, it's always when you kind of get along, it's not that big of a hot button. And, and, but when you, yeah, so where where it matters. Yes. So just same. to clarify, we are we are the like in two areas of our life. Oh my god! Uh, at the end, we couldn't be more different. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we ran long. Oh, and as bathroom hell. humor. We both have bathroom humor too. Yes. Poop, fart, and pee are always funny. <laughs> another topic all right awesome we ran long as hell um good chat good chat all right guys um thank you yes. thank you for continuing to support us thanks for the reviews and the comments uh the likes and the shares if you if you get something out of this it is your responsibility to help somebody else yeah that's life all right that's that's what being a true coach and a mentor to somebody else is, is uh if you see or hear something that is going to positively affect somebody's life pass it on absolutely and this this thing that you're listening to wasn't just meant for you. No. It's meant for nope. more. And there's yeah. enough business for everybody. So don't hold oh, on yeah. to something. Be selfish. The world has <laughs> millions and millions of people that we all can impact and be a part of their lives. Pursue that abundance because you never know when somebody's going to step up to you that would otherwise be too guarded and protected and ego-driven that they wouldn't share what the, the one piece you're missing is. Exactly. All right. Thanks, guys. Thank you. All right. See you on the next one. All right. Later. Bye.